Hello, lovely hogs. Andrew here, and we are so excited to bring Trusty Hogs Live all over the world. Yes, as you listen to this, we have one date left in Australia at the Sydney Factory Theatre. That is on the 27th of April. And then we are back in the Northern Hemisphere with Dublin. Yes, we are so excited to come to Ireland for the first time. We're bringing Trusty Dogs Live to the Laughter Lounge on the 4th of June. Tuesday the 4th of June in Dublin, there's going to be an Irish history lecture from Helen. There's going to be drunken karaoke. There's going to be problem solving. All sorts of chaos. All the usual. It is not to be missed. Make sure you get your tickets early because we are expecting to sell out. Trustyhogs.com forward slash tour for all the tickets and info that's Dublin on the 4th of June then we are into July with Bristol Brighton Edinburgh in August London at the Clapham Grand on the 16th of October and then we close out our tour in Manchester on the 6th of November so make sure you go to trustyhogs.com forward slash tour get your tickets quick because some of these are already sold out Uh, some of them are very nearly there and we cannot wait to see you I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello. Hi, Hog. Hi, welcome to episode 18 of Trusty. 18, let's have hands. This is like the 18th birthday party I've always dreamed of. Oh my God, I'm so pleased. Well, because there are some people here. (laughs) That's so nice. (laughs) Oh my God. Welcome to Trusty Hogs. This is the podcast where we attempt to solve the problems of our life. We solve your problems. I mean, sometimes we make it worse. We solve them. But we try to lead by example, I think, by Mm -hmm. telling everyone about our, frankly, perfect lives. We're just going to tell you how amazing our lives are. And then we've got an amazing guest coming on. Try not to be too impressed. Oh my gosh, we have the best guest. We're so excited. I love her and hate her in equal measure. I just love her. Cindy V is going to be here later. Now I look like an asshole. You do. You're such a con. (laughs) It's so exciting. Oh, it's too early in the podcast to say jump. No, No, it's never too early to say con. Okay, great, Clit. What? The Clit Clit. Clit. The Clit Monster. <laughs> Welcome to Trusty Hogs. Right? <laughs> Through the fog, step forth the Trusty Hogs. Yeah, you're gonna give them your problems and they will solve them. Or maybe they won't and that's your problem. They'll have guests and Andrew White on the tech. The trusty hogs, trust the trusty hogs, or maybe not. That was oh, good. No, so I'm nice. sorry, we, that was our first proper intro. We've I know, done. finally, it only took us 18 episodes to like, really <laughs> sum it up, and I think it's beautiful. How nice and brief. I'm so proud of us. Tell me about how successful you've been this week. Well, I, I almost want to cut to the success of Andrew White because it's such a huge story we have to tell you this week. As uh, many regular listeners will know, our good friend Andrew White has been ghosted so many times. It almost mm-hmm. stops being funny, but then swings back around to funny again. Mm-hmm. However, last ghoster, ghoster number three, mm. not only ghosted him, Despite the fact that he lives on the same fucking street as him, which is like savage, he also stole from him. Mm-hmm. But last night it was just to be clear: to someone who's listening to this for the first time stole. It wasn't like a financial fraud. It was a no. pair of Wellington boots and a flat cap, like a <laughs> farmer, so he could dress up like Mister Tweedy from the Chicken Run yeah, for we, Halloween. Andrew, like it wasn't like no, it's not a criminal case. No, it's you're right. I and mean, the police told me as such. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> so stop calling. It's, oh, we won't. We won't deal with it. Andrew, you got your flat cap and your wellies back, and I need to know how. 
show. I did, yes. Um, I've, I've, got, um, I've got them here. <gasps> oh, my God. Even M's happy for you. Like, this is so lush. This is so great. So, Look at M with her headphones on. M, do you, I know that you hate being filmed, and I'm sorry, but I'm proud of you for doing, yes, peace time. <laughs> okay, Andrew, please tell us everything. Wait, is that train, sorry, is that train louder than normal? I feel like we haven't closed one of the doors. Um, that was crazy loud. Yeah. Well, oh, have we closed both of the doors? Yeah. Okay. Oh we'll, my God! We'll, God forbid we'll I do anything. I'm so sorry. Okay, Andrew, tell us. You um, got your wellies and flap cap back. How? Mm-hmm. Um, well, uh, he, he he went out drinking, and then messaged me on Grinder at two a.m. Questions, questions, questions. When's the last time you spoke? Oh, t- literally Halloween. Halloween. Yeah, Lucky okay. Ghost number three was definitely like all Hallows Eve, and that's the okay. Last time so we heard we're talking him. months and months and months without mm-hmm. contact. Yeah. And do you think he? Here's my follow-up question. Do you think he heard you were looking for your wellies and flat cap via the podcast? Uh, I, fo- I know he didn't, unfortunately. <gasps> no! no! That's my dream. I'm I just was like, like tweeting it to like Bournemouth forums constantly, <laughs> hoping that someone will pick up on it. Okay, I fine. I'm sure we did it. We got it back for you. No? Okay, so he just he's out drinking and he messages you at 2 a.m. on Grinder. Yeah, yeah. And says what? He says, hey, I'm sorry. Would you like your wellies back? And I say, yes, please. He said, okay. I'll Wait, be- Andrew, did you reply at 2 a.m.? I was, yeah, I was up and, and well, that's why, because you can see that I was active and you can see my profile. Um, oh, why were yeah, you I, active I, at I 2 a.m.? You know, God, you know what? Right, why, so many this, more questions. why were you active at 2 a.m. on Grinder, Andrew? <laughs> my housemate was was out and I was, no, no I don't, don't You were going to have someone over no, at 2.30? No, I wasn't going to have someone over. I yes, was, you were, Andrew. I was, I was very bored and lonely. Um, I love to see a sweet prince winning at life. <laughs> Andrew, you're up at 2 a.m. You're on Grinder looking for anyone, just no, anyone I, to come over because your housemate's out. God, I love you. And then this guy gets in touch and says, sorry, not good enough. Um, sorry, do you want your wellies back? And you say yes. I say yes, please. He said, I can be over in a few minutes. Tonight? That night? That night, yeah. Well, because he lives like two minutes walk away from me. My yeah, but just drop them in the morning. Well, I'm up, he's up. Okay. Oh, hang on. Okay, so he comes over. Does exactly. he just leave them outside, Andrew, like a normal person? Just pops them on the doorstep and runs away? Uh, in a way. Andrew. So he says, I'll explain everything when I get there. So he comes around and he says, <laughs> he says, I, I can send me this, this bag for life with the wellies and the flat cap. Oh, which bag for life? Uh, it was a oh, good question, actually. Co-op, um, Tesco, Aldi, Asda. No, I think it was a Lidl. I think it was Lovely Lidl. stuff. Yeah, I love fine, Lidl. Fine, no judgment. Go on. That's not his crime. Go no. on. <laughs> and he said, he said, um, should I come in? I said, he said, oh, I don't have to come. I can just drop them and go. And I said, no, come in. <laughs> Andrew, no, why? Because you no. want to know. I'm with you, Andrew. You no. want to know. Tell Come me. in and tell I me what happened. Tell me on the yeah. fucking Shut part. up. He's speaking his truth. You literally just spat on my nose. I'm a very passionate woman. <laughs> I'm just saying, tell me on the doorstep and then fuck off. Um, no, I invite him in and I, I get him a drink of water. And Cute. He's telling me that he basically left it a few days because um, he thought, like, things, well, he was, wasn't sure whether things were like, moving too quickly. We just had quite a lot of dates in quick succession. I don't think things were moving too quickly, but whatever. Fine. He <laughs> thought it was moving too quickly. Yeah, so yeah. He, he thought he'd just take a few, like, a few days like away. Right. And then it was like, oh, now it's awkward to message again. And then it became months. And he's basically got too anxious to message. Okay. That, that was Snooze. Um, Fine. And then uh, he, I just caught him. He caught me, caught me at the right time and said, said he wanted to mess- bring them back. Sorry, uh, okay. You, he caught you at the right time and said he wanted to bring them back. Yeah. And then what? How does he go from that to leaving? To leaving your house, Andrew. He 
he might not have left my house. Andrew, mm-hmm. what are you saying? What? Use we, your big boy words, Andrew. We didn't. We didn't do anything. But Andrew, as Helen said, over. wait, he slept in your bed. Yeah, but you didn't touch. No, no, not. Well, you know, obviously you're in a touch of your sleeping. Oh to my god, but not like hand stuff. No, no, kiss? Mouth stuff? did you kiss? No, none stuff. Yeah, yeah, we kissed a bit. Dry but... humping. No, you kissed. <laughs> you kissed, and he slept in your bed. Yeah, yeah. Neck yeah. breathing. No. Ear play. No, no, no. Breath play. No. You no. kissed, and he slept in your bed, yeah. even though he stole from you, and we've all been fucking rooting for you, Andrew. <laughs> we were rooting for you, Andrew. Andrew. I'm you so rewarded happy. him for bad behaviour. Why are you no, happy? No, he got it back. It was good behaviour in the end. No, we have to allow this Bournemouth man's anxiety to be itself. You know. Uh, I'm sorry, Andrew. He... Have you spoken to him since? Uh, no, I've not messaged him since. Has he messaged you, Andrew? It was two a.m. yesterday. I can. Um, no, he's not messaged me yet. Oh, it was yesterday. Yeah. Was... And he hasn't messaged you since. No. Does that make you feel used? No. Cold. No. Abandoned. No. Okay. I feel like you're trying to give me a complex. <laughs> I think it's actually a really sweet story of even though you think the wellies are gone, they will come back if you allow him in your bed for the night at 2am. No, I mean... Which is like a gay fairy tale. Like the tortoise in the hair, the wellies and the cock. I I feel like it's... (laughs) No? Yeah, but like a grim fairy tale, not like an... an Oh, yeah, for sure. It's not like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's tragic and... Disney will buy the rights, but they'll really twist it, yeah. 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 I mean, like... He was was very apologetic and he was just like, I can drop them and leave. And I, I, I was kind of... You know, he wasn't expecting anything from me. I was kind of being uh, forgiving and generous. So happy you got a full circle okay. moment. And would you like to see him again, Andrew? Um, yeah, I wouldn't mind going for another coffee with him. Well, we, you know, I don't. Uh, but I realise it's going to be really awkward to kind of get back over the the four months of of welliness. People have got over less. Do you know what I mean? Is they willyless or welliness? Well, well both. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> wow. Diana That's... knew that Charles was with Camilla and was still with him for a couple of years, you know, because she loved him. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, okay. So, uh-huh. like, people come over things all the time, you know? So were the wellies Camilla? My dad didn't know what Cunnilingus was, and my mum stayed with him for 26 years. <laughs> wow. You know? And that's a direct quote from her. You know, people can get over anything if they love them enough. Well, but ultimately did end in divorce. Did end in divorce. Yeah, oh, divorce. 100%. Yeah, 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 well, she learned what mansplaining was. But Sure, sure, sure. Wow. Wow, Andrew. I'm. You know what? I'm really... Grateful to your friend Danica, who I know for a fact told Andrew, if you're going to tell the story on the podcast, you have to tell the whole truth. <laughs> Nothing but the truth. I was going to... Well, I wasn't going what to. What were you going to admit, I weighing, Andrew? I was weighing up, like, creating some fa- fantastical story about, like, triangulating his position using Grinder and turning up on his door and Stop. demanding them back. Bullshit. But um, I was like, I can't, I can't. Danica would immediately, like, email in. and Although I could just delete the email, but she would... <laughs> Like a psychopath. Yeah, yeah. Already, you thought about the line, you thought about covering your tracks. Yeah. Andrew's the sort wow. of guy when he commits murder will show up at the hunt for the body and be like, what happened, guy? Yeah. <laughs> Just really involved in the drama. But also, it. he so has our number because he knows we do none of the admin. I didn't even know we had an email address. So, hogs at gmail.com. Thank you. But we don't know how to log in and we don't want to know. I know what the password is. Oh, wow. Yeah. I, I'm really behind. It's lucky ghost to number three. <laughs> it is now. Is it? No. Oh, that been great. Now it's his okay. back, baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm and really yeah. happy for you. I genuinely am. Thank I you. disapprove. That's and I think bad. you know that. Because yeah, I, so, I gave you a flat cap for Christmas and now you've got a new one. Yeah. What's going to happen to the flat cap I well, gave you? now you give me a flat cap, you're entitled to sleep in my bed. That's kind of the, that's the rules for With Andrew, tongue like, stuff. Yeah. Kissing. I'll do tongue stuff with you. Oh, <laughs> I hate it. Come on over. I'll do tongue stuff Both with you. Both of you wearing your mask. 
matching hat black caps. Like. <laughs> just me, like, really breathing heavy on Andrew's neck. Like, I'm not going to touch you. I'm just going <sighs> to... Oh, do you know the worst part he said about matching black caps? He said he went to put down the seats of his car to take his friends somewhere, and he found wellies in the boot of his car anyway. He had, he had a pair. He didn't need my pair. Didn't need my wellies in the end. This has all been for nothing? Yeah. But then if he didn't yeah. take your wellies, he'd never have been reunited, Andrew. Um... Yeah, I suppose. Also, he may have never ghosted me. I don't know. I don't know how. Oh, you're right. You're right. I don't know how awkward the wellies played a part in him disappearing. God. Modern love. I know, right? Yeah. Who would have thought Wellington? And all in Bournemouth. It yeah. just it, it's the only place I can think of where wellies would play such a fundamental part in a love story. <laughs> <laughs> Is it Somerset? Oh, isn't it? No, Dorset. Dor- Fuck, I always do that. He, it's hard. He it's saying, hard. Because like, we, we were still friends. When I say he ghosted me, he just stopped replying. He, he was still friends on Snapchat and still following me on Instagram. And he said, because you can check people's location on Snapchat, he would like check my location to see that I was if I was like out of town at a gig or something. He knew it was safe to walk down the high street. <gasps> so like, for three months, he was Are just anxious. Are you fucking kidding? Why is he me? making you into the bad guy? You didn't do anything to make that him That makes it sound like you're scary no, to run into. I, I mean, I'm pretty intimidating. Well, I always run yeah, into right. you and you've just got like a little Sainsbury's meal deal. And it's yeah. like, oh, hi, yeah. Helen. I'd have a lovely Sainsbury's meal deal. I guess oh, he did was you just good, good. Yeah. He must have been really anxious if he was going to that bother. What did exactly. you do to him, Andrew? I didn't do anything. I think he's. Sounds like you're the bad guy. Wow. And what's weird is that you call ghosting because ghosts are always with you right like if you have a ghost it's not like they disappear yeah, they're always there God, so it's a stupid wise. it's like catfishing as a phrase you're so yeah. wise I don't get it why did you get catfishing because it's what's it got to do with the ocean um hello <laughs> I don't, that's a good question I don't actually know the origins of the catfishing it doesn't term. make sense that and ghosting because if ghosts were something that would just, you see them once and you're like, oh, I'm interested and they go, then it wouldn't be, you know, we wouldn't have most haunted. Wow. What would Beth Fielding be doing? You're so <laughs> she dead right. now. I don't Beth know what, is yeah. it? Oh, One of them died. I guess she'd still be with us. Died. She's going to be a ghost. You know Yvette will be. Now, speaking of Bournemouth and other shit places in the UK, you've recently been to Wales. <laughs> no, Wells. Wells. <gasps> Careful. Misheard you. If you say anything bad about the Welsh. Oh, I fully support them and I think that they have a real language. Okay, Will that wow. Will that are, we, are we treading into like <laughs> nervous ground right now? <laughs> no, what's Wells? Wells is a town in Can you Somerset. see how I confuse those? I 100% okay, do. Great. But I feel like last week we struggled with Ireland and Ireland. I did never struggle with And now with I, that. you really struggled, I babe. don't think I did. It, go back and listen to last week's one. <laughs> I don't think that's Catherine right. had a freak out. It was basically Wells is one place in Somerset and Wales is country yes. within a country yes. i went to wells no, in not within a country that is also part of a, a united kingdom it's not within the country well there's not much united about it at the moment oh my right. am I right? Okay, talk to me no, about Wells. Wells in Somerset is the nicest town oh, is it's it? where they filmed what's it called hot fuzz oh it's a pretty it's fucking gorgeous and it was just me and like just loads of retirees like everyone was like over 100 yeah. years old and i was with another girl and i think you were so fit they could not believe that i was there Couldn't they could not believe it they were like yeah. she's so young she's so fresh she's got a whole life ahead of us so i was going yeah. around being like i'm 80 tomorrow and they were like <laughs> what it felt so powerful they've got a cathedral which every taxi driver told me took 400 years to build like that was a good thing oh my god <laughs> <laughs> like they were all so proud it took 400 years to like we're pretty that, slow around that's here bad isn't it yeah. i know builders always say three months and then it's six 
Like, no, that's who's not... quoting that? And that means that people lived and died building the same cathedral. Yeah. Could you imagine yeah. if you spend your whole life it doing also... one turret and you die and it's still not the opening? It also means people paid for it who'd never even ordered it. Like, I didn't even order this cathedral. What? That's it's crazy. stupid. And they were so happy about it, which shows how backwards they are there. <laughs> and then the other girl I was with was charmed by every old couple. She was like, oh, I love them. Oh, they're so cute. They're so cute. Mm. And I had to spend basically like four days just convincing her that old people aren't cute. They're racist pricks. Oh, yeah, no, that's true. But also, I just when I see them, I don't think cute. I just think, oh, God, one of them's going to die and the other one's just going to have to be left to deal with Exactly! You know what I mean? They like, don't even oh. like each other. Like, she wasn't I'm... listening to what they were saying. <laughs> there was one old couple at breakfast at the Swan Inn Best Western. Shout out! And they were... <laughs> arguing about sausages the whole breakfast but she was deaf he was deaf oh my god and they were just screaming at each other basically saying like you're a fucking cunt you don't need it john and like she was just like she said cunt they're in love (laughs) and it's like no they they're planning the murder they hate she hopes he chokes on a sausage it was that's crazy madness but i think i will retire there okay lovely Mm -hmm. love that for you Mm -hmm. it's interesting that (gasps) also oh my god i forgot to say that i wasn't gonna finish that you're gonna freak out no no no, no, this is worth it so i checked into the hotel and do you ever have one of those moments where you're sort of like it's all coming up helen or you'd have it's all coming up Catherine. yeah i guess it makes oh no there was a shot coming up helen two doors down from the hotel and this had a sign poking out said we love flapjacks excuse me what? i love flapjacks <laughs> so i was automatically very intrigued nice and it was called flapjackery <gasps> it was a flapjack shop i was charmed oh my god i'm charmed on your back charmed so what flavors are we talking i lost my fucking mind i spent over 20 pounds on what? flapjacks <laughs> in two days my first one won a taste Best Taste Award I'm 2021. It was called the Christmas Millionaire Slice. Tell me. Bit out of date, but they're still swapping over their flavors. Sure, sure, sure. Tell me. Flapjack. Yeah. Family size, but for one if you're focused. Sure. Layer of caramel, a yeah. little bit of shortbread, <gasps> chocolate. Oh, fuck. All on a flapjack. Fuck. Made there. Shortbread on the flapjack. Yes! What are you talking about? And that was £4.50, right? That's but crazy. then they had this deal going on. Okay, tell me. That was £12.50 for three flapjacks. Right? Okay, you're saving some cash. You're saving no, some no, cash. No, no, no. So four flapjacks. You're saving a lot oh, of you're cash. You're saving loads of cash. Saving a lot of cash. And then you can pick whichever ones you want. Cherry Bakewell, chocolate fudge brownie <gasps> flapjack. I'm not even fucking joking. They had a mince pie flapjack. Yeah. But I didn't get it because I hate mince pies. Okay. And then I got, right, a fudge flapjack, where it's a flapjack with a layer of clotted cream fudge <gasps> on top. Oh, my fucking God. And do you want to hear something mad? The two people that work there, thin. What? <laughs> Oh, does that mean they tasted bad? I just assume they're bulimics. Oh, they it's the whole, I, okay, yeah, tasted bad. I was like, oh, you've got to be purging I'd just the be back. like, this food's shit. Or I'd be like, it's like punitive. Like they hate themselves so much that they're like feeders. What's going Who on? Who fucking knows what's so, going so on? were they good? Yeah, because I went in there every day yeah. and then the guy gave me this piece of paper and he was like, you can order this to your house. We do UK delivery anywhere. <gasps> Why would he tell you that? I, I literally screamed at him in the shop. I was like, this is fucking, this is bad information to give people like me. Because I bought a box of gifts for friends from Flapjackery, which I've now eaten because oh, I, I haven't one. seen them yet. No, they're okay. gone. No, okay. They're okay. gone. I didn't get one of those. <laughs> I, swear. I was like, oh, and you're going to... I thought you were going to be like, and here they are now. I no. bought a box of four and I was like, okay, well, I'll have one yeah. and then I'll lie to them and say it came as a box of three. Of course. And then I was like, okay, well, two and that'll be fine. Yeah. And then those have slowly been going down as <laughs> so I've been chopping at them. It's been a bit of a disaster. So now I've got to do an order because I've already told them they've got flapjacks coming. You didn't mention anything to me about... No. That's crazy. No. 
Am I going to... Uh? Um, like, um, will I be getting a? I'm sorry. A, I'm actually uh, gift wise. I feel like you're one? good for a while. Okay, fair. Yeah, that's so fair. That's do you know so what fair. I mean? I, that's completely fair. Even though you're gonna hate this, um, Sunil Patel went to Brighton and I messaged him because it's like a couple of our friends' birthdays this weekend. Yeah. Like, Heidi, Janine, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nathan, the yeah. gang, and so I was like, oh shit, I've done the girls, but can you get something for Nathan? Please, you're in Brighton Sorry, all day. Do you give gifts as a pair now? Like a little old married couple? Yes. Because everyone else is coupled up and I refuse to pay individually. I agree. I, <laughs> agree. I think that's so smart. So he was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got the perfect thing. I'll show you later. Which obviously made my whole body nervous. Okay. So he went into a, fill me with a weed vape shop no. in Brighton. Does Nathan smoke weed? <laughs> We all smoke weed. Oh. I don't because it makes me sick and paranoid and cry. Okay. But other, the, the cool kids do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he got two rolling trays. And the one he got Nathan. Nathan won't listen to this because it's perfectly Saturday. Is but one it's like, for him? Or one? Yeah. No, no. One we already given as another gift. Okay. Um, to Red Richardson. Okay, I see it. Um, and Sunil got Nathan a rolling tray that says Call of Doobie. <laughs> Oh no! And it's the Call of Duty man smoking a fat joint is with a Nathan, gun. Is Nathan a big Call of Duty Nathan's fan? Nathan's gonna fucking hate it. And what's worse is I'm really good friends with Nathan's girlfriend Esme. She's gonna be fucking livid. Oh really? Because Esme's in charge of the flat. Because basically we'll have to get Nathan on. But Nathan lives with his girlfriend who makes boob pots based on actual women's breasts. Oh stunning! So whenever someone comes over and she's not there, he looks like a pervert, which yes, I love. love that. It's just boobs everywhere. <laughs> He's just like, hey man, do you wanna? Yep, yeah, boiler's fucked. Uh, I've got, I've got a girlfriend. <laughs> and then it's gonna be all this beauty, and then just Call of Doobie in the middle. Oh, that's hideous. That's hideous. Yeah, that could really, that would have been leveled out with a bit of a flapjack. So from now on, with any friends of me and snails, you'll be receiving either a rolling tray called Call of Doobie or a flapjack I've already eaten. Oh, I'd love a flapjackery flapjack. Do they have any gluten-free options? They did. Really? Let me order some for you. I'd love that. Um, Andrew? Yes, please, yeah. Yeah? Any particular flavours? The cherry bakewell, I would say, is very good. Yeah, I'd like the chocolate fudge brownie. I'd like the fudge. Done. Done. I'd like the millionaire square. The whatever, millionaire. Whatever gluten-free option they have. But They had white chocolate and raspberry. That's not, that's a no from me. Okay. They had classic. Mm, no. They had plain chocolate like... orange. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Because I don't usually like flapjacks because I think they're too plain. But when we're now we're talking, now we're talking. No, but... They love flapjacks. And you love flapjacks. I get it. I get it. It's gosh, what Like where would you stay if they had a shop two doors down that was we love something? Would you just be like, I've made it? Oh, if they were like, we love brulee. Or, <laughs> or we love burning. Doesn't that literally mean or, we love burning? Or we love brownies. Yeah, I'm in. Yeah, there's a we love brownies in every corner. I know, in and that's the thing. Is not, whereas why, which is why I said brulee because there's a brulee van in Edinburgh. Okay, so the <gasps> thing I've missed most about the comedy festival is there is a brulee van, Stop. and they do seven or eight different types mm. of creme brulee, and they're all fucking amazing. And also, like, how extravagant to wobble out a gig like drunk at two a.m. and be like, I think I'll have the lavender creme brulee place <laughs> it's so great you don't get snacks like that you could be the only person that's craved a creme brulee when fun oh my god of course don't you ever get a creme brulee when you're drunk in edinburgh never and i don't think that makes what? me weird oh i love the creme brulee van i go there all the time i hate eating in edinburgh 
Oh my god, no, I love it. I love there. And there's also a hot dog van that does the best verst. And there's also a mac and cheese van, which I'm definitely allergic to. The mac and cheese they van put is amazing. Mac and up cheese in, there. in a sandwich, mm-hmm. in a toasted sandwich. What the fuck are you talking about? Yes, please. I love your shock at that. Whereas any other compulsive overeaters, alongside myself, had discovered that age six. Okay, I love it so much. I also love. Very rare, I see something where I'm like, that's no. Oh, what I got. Okay, well, it's amazing. I mean, I now just want to list Edinburgh eateries, but oh my god, taking my caravan. I love it so much. Um, the thing I have about eating in Edinburgh, love it in general. Yeah. But during the festival, whenever I'm eating, I always run into someone I and have that. to have a conversation. Yeah. And like, it's very like dehumanizing trying to talk about how well your show's going whilst dripping mac and cheese down your front. I hear you. Whilst just... in front of a board that says you haven't sold out. <laughs> Like, it's just, there's a lot of layers of sadness no, that right. I can't actually take. I, I do hate that aspect of the fringe that, like, you cannot go anywhere or look shit for five seconds or be shoving a sandwich of mac and cheese into your face without being like, oh, hello, um, superior acquaintance slash co-worker. Mm-hmm. How good to see you while I'm rushing somewhere and shoving this whole thing in my you face. You never look like you're rushing somewhere. Whenever I think of you in Edinburgh, I picture you with an espresso martini in hand. Oh, that's so nice. It's so dignified oh, and classy. Remember I mean, the year where I cried everything? Every day, yeah, like we're like twenty four seven, yeah, and you were always there with like an espresso martini. Don't look so happy about this. No, <laughs> this no, is the no, thing. This no. is the thing. Right, I, I love leave. you. I love you more than life itself. I, I do. But you thrive when your friends are in pain or mental <laughs> anguish. That is when you come alive. <laughs> it is fucking psychotic. If you go to Catherine and go, I'm having a really tough time. She's like, I'll fix it. <sighs> I'll cook for you and put blankets. No. I'll put blankets on you. Like, you fucking love it. Do you want a dog? I'll borrow a dog. I don't love it, <laughs> but I am good in a crisis. I think it's I think it's more like, I'm glad that's your abiding memory of me and not like why I'm drinking espresso martinis at 2 a.m., which is like, oh, if I, if I drink this, I can stay up later and hate myself for longer. Let's go. So I'm like, I think it's sweet, but yeah. I, why do I love a crisis? That's so fucked. You're right. Part of me is like, I think it's because you want to make people feel better. I think it's part of why you're a comedian is because you want to make people laugh and have yeah, a nice time. Yeah, but I time. shouldn't be like munchausening my friends. But you know what like, I mean? Like, I'm, I don't want to be the person. It's like it is a bit Irish, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Like, yeah. All my Irish friends are a bit like that. Like, yeah. Oh my god, she's gonna kill herself. Gather, gather, gather. <laughs> <laughs> All of them just jumping on the ferries, like, we're coming, London! Like, Why are they rowing the ferries? I don't know! Do you have motors? I don't know! We even have planes, Helen, imagine! Oh, okay, I mean, of course we, you do. Of course you do. Of course you do, bless Multiple her. airports, Jesus. Yeah, Aer Lingus, like, that's true. <laughs> it's mad, because it's definitely not an airline, so it's spelled Aeron. Oh, my God. <laughs> A-E-R. Okay, yeah, I'm going to pay you to take me into the air. <laughs> I thought it was the name for the Irish Mile High Club. (laughs) I had to be like, no, it's the plane. Oh, my God. I can't with this. We are so excited to have our guest on this week. She also tweets about the podcast every week. I think she actually listens. It's so exciting. She tweets and supports it and then constantly trolls me the rest of the time. Yeah, she's so rude and supportive. I love her. Guys, it's the incredible comedian that is Sindhu V. Abhalushan. I have some previews coming up as Helen, by the way. You can tell by the accent. I am thinking that you guys should come and see me do work in progresses. Otherwise, it's going to be incredibly lonely and kind of sad, right? 
A little bit, yeah. Yeah, so. all right, Hugh. So basically, I've got some coming up with Catherine Bohar on the 31st and the 7th of February in London. And then I'm in Leicester. I'm in Edinburgh. I'm in Brighton. I'm in Bristol. All the tickets are at my website, which is helenbauer.co.uk. I, got, I thought it was Helen Bauer Comedy. been promoing that wrong forever. <laughs> please, <laughs> that's bad, isn't it? Please, please come, please come, please. Please go. She's going to be amazing. I'll be there for some of them. And also, please come see me on tour. CatherineBowhart.com. The tour is called This Isn't For You. And I start in Leicester and then two weeks at Soho Theatre. And boy, oh boy, do I need some gays to come to Soho. Yeah, that's so sweet. (laughs) But please come to Soho because the tickets haven't sold yet. Thanks. Dankeschön. Bye. Slán. Gourmina Walga. Slán. Aurora. And we'll point Chocolate out that we'll talk about Aurora. Do you like Aurora? Mm-hmm. Are we also, really good for racism. First one with her brown eyes. Oh, sorry. Oh. Guys, we're recording. Cindy V is here and she's eating no, a sandwich. No, because I can't start it by saying Aurora was a really good Disney princess for racism because she had brown eyes. Okay, let's, let's <laughs> start again. for racism is Jasmine. Okay, we'll start again. We'll start again. With a pet tiger? I know, but also with that whole look. And it's like, who, who is this? We'll start and again. Of course, every girl in India was like, oh, look at this foreigner. Because she didn't look She's like... She's in Morocco. Oh, whatever. India, Morocco, you know, from that part of the world. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it, we're in. If I said that, I'd be in so much trouble. So yeah. thank you for saying it. I Cindy genuinely Lee appreciate it. Uh, <laughs> brought Lauren Perrier. Let's what? get fucked up. She's so fancy. Wait, is this expensive? I think the yeah, word you're looking nice... for is classy. Yeah, she's classy. How much is this? No, no, that's not classy. <laughs> I don't... I didn't pay for that. Wasn't it a gorgeous? I don't you didn't pay for it? You stole? No, you I stole had sex this? With, for it. <gasps> oh my God, Cindy. Thank you, husband. Yeah, I'm, sorry Cindy. About the, I'm sorry about this glass. I'm sorry about the glass. It's, no, no, that's fine. It's I'll not take as it. nice as the champagne deserve. There we go. You. You're so welcome. Oh my God, this is noise beautiful. It's all right. Have you? Some people would like that for ASMR. I bought my kid ASMR slime that she can make from New York. Stop. What? Oh, wait, so it makes like the popping no, so sound? She first has to make it about her slime kit and then you can put the sound and then you get ASMR slime. I, oh my God. It's so Can great. I offer Andrew and No, Andrew everyone must drink. Please, okay, okay. Except d- you who's on some drinking fast. I know, I'm sorry. I'm One sorry. One year though, that's impressive. I'm going to. I mean, I'm already on 30 days, so let's oh. do this. Did you not even drink last night? No. <gasps> the other thing is, you guys, I started vaping. I love it so no. much. Okay, first of all, it's the best. Jewel forever. No, yes, Cindy, what no. if you get flavor? popcorn Mango. No, no, What about when no, you get popcorn okay, lungs? Okay. No, no, let me tell you about popcorn and lungs. Okay. I did my research, and okay. of course, I didn't have to do much research to be like cigarettes, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, cancer. yeah, but enough to feel good. You had to do research to find out cigarettes are no, bad no, for I you. I didn't have okay. to. No, but not bad for you, but like how? Cancer. Now, the, what I've learned about cancer yeah. is once it gets in you, it's very out of your control. Yeah. People can try, and they can't do anything about it. Preach. So cancer is, it's like a wild animal in your body. Yeah. Hot take from Cindy V, cancer is bad. We're no, learning. No, in a specific way. Okay, yeah. Yeah, okay. Falling down and hurting yourself is bad, but not in a cancer way. Yeah. Right, okay. Yeah. Now, with Jewel, I did a lot of research. The big, big risk is not lung disease, it's cardiovascular disease. Come on, every goddamn tube station has a defibrillator. I have a heart attack, they'll be like, boof, like an iPhone. Bang! <laughs> it's not out of control. So it's not that you think it's that you won't have cardiac arrest. It's that you're like, I'll be fine. Yeah, it's not a wild animal running around it's my gonna body. It's going to happen at some point. And it's also, inevitable. And also, the thing about heart attacks is if they're really bad, then om namah shivaya, you're gone. Finished. Oh, but if my they're God. not that bad, they bring you back. It's fine. This to is that. A- 
And then I know you'd feel I'm that. not. I smoke still, so I don't know. Like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but you're young. I smoke Yeah, exactly. Cigarettes. You were smoking at my age, right? I've had cigarettes with you before. I smoked so much in my life and I miss it. You so were much. smoking last month, Cindy. Why no, are we no. acting like it was Helen's age? August. No, between August and December 30th, I smoked all the time. Wow. I'm, then, I'm proud of you for vaping because that seems better. It is better. You're a I vapist. Just, I just explode. <laughs> I just explained to you it's not that bad. Okay. I told you she's not nice to me. She's great. In her intro. She's like, great. Catherine was like, I love her so much. She's so great. And I was like, yeah, she's great. But she's like, you do bully me a bit. What? I she mean, just stands up to online, you. Online, anything I post, any slight spelling <laughs> mistake or... Um, God knows what a comma is, but apparently you do. And no, you don't. It, well, it doesn't matter. <laughs> and then I just get My like, eyeballs bleed. Cindy V's replied to it, and I'm like, "Well, this will be funny," but it's never funny. It's because just like, I "Oh, actually, it. Helen, it's this," and wow. it's like, it's not helping anyone. It's oh, just, helping you know you. it pisses me off. I don't care. I don't learn. I no, don't learn. But that doesn't mean I won't try. <laughs> Remember the story of the sage and the scorpion. Never forget that story. What story? Tell us this is the thing. What, no what story one knows is the sage that. and the scorpion? So one time there's this guy and he's at the banks of the Ganges hanging out because he's like, whatever, it doesn't do much. And then he sees a scorpion and it's walking towards the water and it's going to drown. And then he sees a sage walk by and the sage picks up the scorpion and puts him on the dry step. And of course, the scorpion bites him and a bit of poison goes in the sage. He's a little no. affected. And then the scorpion, as soon as he puts him down on dry land, again walks towards poor spelling, you know? Yeah. Walk, walk, walk <laughs> towards the water, and the sage brings him back, and, he's, and he stings him again. And you know, if you are repeatedly stung by scorpions, you'll die because you get too much poison. This happens three, four times. The spelling is not getting better. Scorpion is heading towards the water every time. Sage is bringing him back, saying, it's apostrophe R-E. Uh, not Y-O-U-R. And then, finally, the guy on the bank says, sage, sage, why do you keep bringing him back even though he doesn't learn spelling? And you know what the sage says? He must be him and I must be me. Aww. I will always correct you on Twitter if you spell wrongly. <laughs> you don't have to learn. But That's a horrible story for me. What part about no, In this scenario, you're um, cool. Sindhu's killing herself. Sindhu's oh. killing herself. So I can learn how to spell you and you're actively toxic, so really. <laughs> you're not toxic at all. I mean, you're only toxic to people who are like wimpy. Yeah, that's, that's true. true. My that's baby boys. Sports. Yeah, it was disgusting to watch. Did you throw champagne down yourself? I've never seen you make a mistake like that. She's human. Of, you know, because there was so little and I thought there was more, so I swigged along. <laughs> wow, she made that my fault. See, it's a quick so blame fast. game. So fast. She was like, there's so little in this pint glass. Is, I'm genuinely nervous <laughs> saying anything right now because you've just come in and told us that can you've I been vape? triggered for the first you time. Can Cindy oh. vape? Please, I yeah. beg you. Just a quick little Sure, vape. we don't care. <laughs> we don't care. I Go for it. My housemate vapes at home and the room smells like mango. Oh, no. Nice. Well, I like the thing. People who stop smoking and then they vape pomegranate. It's like, what the fuck were you smoking, jackass? So, what do you smoke? Mint. Menthol. Oh, menthol. Oh, nice. Who has pomegranate cigarettes? What kind of half assed shit? I once is that? had yeah. floral vote. Eat a fruit. <laughs> yeah, eat a fruit and then just have a cigarette. It's like, be normal. It's yeah. nice to have different flavors. It's like shisha. You know, it's the excitement of it. I don't like shisha. Do you not at all? It feels like a thing where everybody's had their mouths on that and I don't like it. No, that. no, no, but you have your own thing that you put yeah, on. Yeah, you have your own But little... do they not reuse those? No, they no, come in a little plastic your thing. In a plastic. Bring your own. You can bring yeah. your own in a plastic. But the, the, okay. the problem with shisha is. I guess I associate it with like my grandfather and a very, and that's crazy. I associate it with a very feudal patriarchal setup where they all the men used to sit around and do hookah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And, and of course, women could do it, but they had to do it secretly. 
And so, so when I see work. that, I'm like, I'm just going to pull out a cigarette and smoke it in your fucking face. Like, I have nice. a bad reaction. Nice. I might have what's called a trigger. Can we talk about that? Yes, please. Oh, my gosh. So before we started recording, Cindy just Can casually mentioned... Can we a warning talking about trigger? No, we don't. Okay. We casually, Cindy just casually mentions that she now believes in triggers. And we were both like, yeah, that's definitely a thing. Cindy, you didn't believe in triggering. It's not that I didn't believe in it. I thought it was one of those things that only... Say happens it. no that only happens to people <laughs> who've had what I would call actual trauma so okay. not me like I was never in a car accident I was never abused yeah no I was never <laughs> abused oh as a child <laughs> oh one thing you need to know about Cindy V is her bar for actual trauma is so fucking high yeah, 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 Cindy yeah. you absolutely have had trauma yeah but so I got traumatized because I hugged someone and they didn't hug me back enough okay that's not like, that's, that's not, not that's not, that's not the same. that that kind of thinking is why I didn't believe in triggers because I was yeah. like people who say they get triggered talk that kind of shit and then I was like <laughs> oh you know but I mean that in a good way but um don't touch me because <laughs> that will be another trauma another I trauma love. it's a trauma by the way these are perfect these are like you love them I do love it's them Karen Millen it's so nice thank you anyway, so much so <laughs> I, no, but okay, on a serious note, because I now realize this thing exists, I thought yeah. triggers actually existed for people who I thought had had real trauma. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. And whereas everyone else who was like, my mom wasn't nice to me, I'm triggered by moms. I was like, oh, please get a grip. Okay. Including <laughs> myself. Including myself. I mean, that felt pointed at Helen, but okay. <laughs> really did. No, 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 it's very oh, yeah, much pointed yeah. at me. I mean, I'm going to take the I'm going to take the podcast a little serious Go for, for it. a okay. moment. Yeah. As you know, my mother passed away in 2019 mm -hmm. and then my elder sister died last year. But she has never had trauma and she will not talk to you and about so, trauma. Mm -hmm. And I was like, you know, well, people die. Things happen. I love them. Whatever. It is a thing. And just, you know, you absorb the rhythms of life. You don't say I had mm -hmm. trauma. But then you guys. And I shouldn't be happy because it was awful. I was watching a television show from like many years ago called what Bowen it's the one where the woman is the prime minister the Danish show oh that does sound triggering well it was, was fine it, it was like a really, woman prime minister yeah <laughs> no, no, it was really famous and it's like this whole thing. and I was just watching it and then there's it was just watching watching and maybe at some point I was like oh you know huh just to like some little thing huh okay and it wasn't like a it was a normal interaction yeah. in the family that evening, I was like, oh, kind of uncomfortable. And I thought maybe I ate like gluten, you know, like yeah. I yeah, 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 yeah. totally have to be off gluten now. And then the following day, I was in the kitchen. This I swear to God, if you have triggers, you better get off this podcast now because I was in the kitchen and something happened. And I felt this sadness and anger rise up in my throat and it yeah. was physical and I was like I'm having a panic attack because I'm good with those yeah um and suddenly I turned around and I slammed my head on the side of the fridge and I thought I'm having a on purpose well it well I mean who it just knows? happened it all happened yeah. yeah yeah and I felt this fury coming out of me and I thought first of all I I have been a very angry person in my lifetime so I thought wait what am I mad at yeah. The dogs, the kids, who, no one was, well, not that no one was around. They were around in, yeah. in the house in general. But then I thought, oh, I'm having a psychotic break. And of course, my next thought, because I'm not only a physical hypochondriac, I'm also a mental hypochondriac, was I'm going to pick up a knife, kill everyone in this house. So I better be careful yeah, yeah, yeah. if it's a psychotic episode. I also only listen to true crime. So, yes. yeah, yeah. so I was like waiting for like, oh, Satan told me, you know, that kind of stuff. It didn't happen. <laughs> I just backed away and I was like, this is so bad. Then I started crying. You guys, you know how I have a reputation for being very together? In that moment, I was the opposite of together. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
What I did do was I texted my therapist and I was like, That's oh. such a together move. I'm unraveling. Let me get a professional. Because I didn't <laughs> That's want to so stab together. Every, no, but I'd, oh, I've been seeing okay, Obviously, if the choices are that or stabbing, stab which that. I thought would happen. Plus, also, I'd never felt that much out of control. And I mm-hmm. have been yeah. very out of control in in my late 20s. And I know that you should call a professional. As no, I remember this chat. I had this with a, you when I was yeah, in my late 20s. You yeah. You not run into the street. You just fucking call yeah. somebody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I texted and. He very casually said, oh, you know, I think this is a trigger. And I was like, dude, can you use a proper, formal, psychological, professional term and not this woke slang? And he was like, like, it's actually a word. And then I remember my mother, who was a therapist, used to say, you know your father, he woke up today and he said good morning to me and I'm triggered. I want to kill him. And I was like, oh, what? So I just didn't think it was a serious term. I now appreciate my mother felt triggered, but... <laughs> my and by the way, my dad's a great guy, but you know, good fathers, great husbands can be different people. Um, yeah. mm-hmm. Anyway, in the course of all I that, I don't feel like your dad listens to Trusty Hogs. No, thank God. Okay, <laughs> but I have cousins who listen. Then they're like, "Oh, you know what?" And I'm like, "Yeah, don't yeah, yeah." yeah tell I've him. got cousins like that. Hi, Sophie and Penny. Thanks for listening. Yeah, but, yeah. meddling cousins are the worst. Garrett, like, carry on. Mm-hmm. If if I hear from one of my cousins that they said anything about my comedy to my dad. And then something happens to my dad. I'm making a direct link. I'm going to India. I'm going to kill them. Yeah. Okay. Cool. 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 Okay. So you've made like a lot of uh, physical threats on a lot of different yeah, family members. Yeah, a lot of and, them. Like today. as someone listens to true crime, like you've got to make sure you've got like a clean slate for when it inevitably does happen. That's fine. Because you'll get It'll caught be for in, it. I, in India, I won't get caught. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the, bo- the the bottom line is, and I say this, and this is the serious bit. Yeah. For all those times, including with my own children, that I have doubted that stuff that we have absorbed and been better than, it can come back and it's very scary. And if that happens to you, it's okay. It's called a trigger. Get a professional and understand that even the most together people, they're better off addressing their triggers. And Mm -hmm. I'm talking about myself. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's great. And just in case you amazing. don't have a therapist yeah. you're already seeing or able to get that professional help, you can call 116-123, which is a free 24-hour hotline. Amazing. <laughs> I, but I also I think that what you're saying, it speaks to one particular thing, which is that like, if you, just because if you don't deal with things in the moment doesn't mean that they're not coming back. And also even if you deal with stuff doesn't mean they won't reappear. So I think it's good to be aware. And I I'm, think, yeah, and I think the biggest, uh, you know, the biggest thing is to find that balance between enjoying your life and thinking I'm coping I'm doing really well Mm -hmm. and having the compassion in your mind to know that if shit comes back that you 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 did as best as you could at that time that's what you knew yeah that's really important and I think you wake up in the morning and you look at yourself in the mirror and you say I'm doing the best that I know now if you're an asshole that's probably not true in which case if your friends are telling you you're an asshole and you're not doing very well and you're treating people like shit, this is not for you. Yeah, but or you might not... need new friends. Maybe you're great and they're just awful. Something to think about. Probably mm-hmm. unlikely, if just more, throw it out there. As my mother used to say, if you are walking in the road and somebody comes to you, they don't know you, and they say, hey, asshole, then maybe they are wrong. If you're walking in the road and two people come to you and they both say, hey, asshole, but separately, maybe they are wrong. <laughs> if you're walking in the road and three people call you, <laughs> let me give you information, you are an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> 
makes sense to me. Yeah. That's yeah. right. I always think it's that when right. I'm watching like, you know, these like like Queer Eye and they're like, you at home, you're amazing. You can do anything you put your mind to because you're brilliant. It's like serial killers could be watching this. Yeah. Like stop <laughs> encouraging yes. all of us. Encourage individuals. But like happens yes. if it's just like a fucking Ted Bundy at home being like, you're right, I can do it. But I yeah. think that's why they <laughs> changed the format to make it so that they weren't just encouraging straight white men because they were like, I feel like these guys are not the best people to be supporting <laughs> at all times. I will say this, um... I Congratulations think, on your first trigger, though. Like, I well, feel like it's no, a real, like, so coming event. I, like, like, I know that. But you had your now first I'm one. Not, yeah, but now it's like, sometimes I'm... You've opened the I box I was in now. the airport on the way to New York, and I, I always buy trash, you know, at the airport, like sure. magazines and, like, the book. Toblerones. About, oh, no, no. Reading. Oh. Toblerone. Yeah, anyway. no, who would get a Toblerone? I fucking no. can't say anything. <laughs> I can't no, say anything. No, no, I buy Toblerone. Do you not That's buy not that, trash. like, big thing of Chubba Chubs? Oh, no, for the kids, yes. But the thing is, Toblerone's not trash. Toblerone was delicious. I mean, mind trash. Like, you know, those books about where is she now? And it's like a fiction book. And of course, the husband did it. You know, yeah, that kind like of Blood shit. Yeah, like Blood Orange. Yeah, very good. Yeah. And, and yeah. so this time I was buying a magazine and I was and something in me was like, wait a minute. You're going to read that article and there's a good chance you're going to cry on the flight. So if you're ready for that, do it. But bitch, this is a trigger. Fucking look out. Nice. Yeah. And I bought the magazine and I cried. Yeah. <laughs> what was it about the magazine that you thought would trigger you? Stuff. Okay. Yeah, yeah, also, yeah. I've actually done a lot of research on this because I always cry on aeroplanes. And the reason that people always cry on movies and aeroplanes is because the air pressure is different, which makes you more emotional. Also, the confined space. So if you are in any way a teary mood, if you get on a flight, you will get it flushed out of you, That's which will aid okay. you sleeping when you arrive at your destination. I highly recommend Marley and me on any film. Or the help. I wept at the, the help. help. Why? Anything Why? like that that Why? will make you cry, do it. And then you arrive and you fall straight to sleep. It's delightful. so good. I only yeah. don't. I've never cried on a flight before. What? Yeah. Whoa, you're a robot. What are you talking about? They're only for crying. They're for crying and sleeping. I did, I've done a lot of flying with children who are doing the crying. Oh, okay, you don't really and have that option. Prior to that, I used to do flights, show up in New York and go straight to a meeting. So I was very focused on the trip. Do you do that thing where like, oh. if the kid's crying, then you cry as well? So that's like you're all crying? Uh, no, when they were older and I would give them what here is called timeouts and they would be sad uh, and they would cry. <laughs> I would cry too because the timeouts yeah. are called timeouts, but they weren't timeouts. It was like your favorite doll is in the cupboard for the next three months. <gasps> and so they would cry and then I would cry because that's months. hard. I think it's supposed to be a minute for every year they are like no whatever not, not. <laughs> you just not fuck around you're supposed to put them on a step the for three minutes not in a cupboard for three months no no not the kid the doll, the doll. Oh, okay right the doll okay right oh my I thought God. you were talking about the kid I don't put any of the kids in a closet <laughs> by the way my sister used to do that to me so maybe the Dun, dun, dun. That dun, might be dun, a little dun. bit uh, of some trauma. That might be why you were crying when their doll was in there. Yeah, I used oh to. My gosh, this is fascinating. Well, Sindhu, this I think is it, fascinating. It is fascinating, but also I think that thing about compassion is so true because I think Helen and I are quite guilty of not having much compassion for ourselves when we have when we do have a bad time. We'll be like, "Fuck, it's back. Fuck, we didn't fucking fix it. We're fucking broken." I Benji. In- instead of being like, "Oh, I did my best for a period of time, and now today I'm not superhuman." And so the compassion is a very Yes, I think that is. And I think when I was in my 20s and 30s, I had A, no concept of triggers, B, no concept. That I thought I'd always, like, my life was fine, which my uh-huh. life has been in men, in always very fine with some underlying weird stuff. Um, but what I recognize now is, and this is important to really wrap your head around, time is only going in one direction, like a river. It flows in one direction. Mm-hmm. So... If I don't do compassion now, tomorrow is another step in that direction. So better to get good at stuff now. Happens if you time travel, though. (laughs) Yes, Helen. 
that could be a thing, but I don't know anyone who time travels and I don't fucking time travel. And let me tell you, you don't either. So get compassionate with yourself today. Yes. Savage. I love that. Was like, that was like, that felt like out of like Dr. Phil that moment. It was like, get Dr. compassionate Phil with yourself smiles. today. <laughs> I don't time travel. You don't time travel. I don't know anyone who does time travel. <laughs> Dr. Who? Make Who's not a real Make person. Make it stop. Um, on also, that lovely note. Right? Oh my God. Just, honestly, have a hobby going. I a used date. to watch it when I was little when it was like that other Doctor Who and he had like all that white hair and was running around in like a phone box. I was like, who the Patrick is Troughton. this guy? Who, who, who is this? And then, <laughs> then I watched The Muppet Show because that's better. It's so much better. So much better. No, I better. never watched The Muppet Show I growing love. up. Is that the one where the big bird teaches you how to count? That's Sesame Street. That's, that's Sesame, Sesame Street. Street. What are you Sunny days. Sweet I know the Muppet Christmas Carol, Carol obviously, but I never saw. Ca- <laughs> this is so sad. Your version is like your acoustic version is really depressing. <laughs> that was, you know, when like an artist takes a lovely pop song and makes it so morose. That's what you did with the Sesame Street song. Oh, beautiful. Wait, can I hear it? The Sesame Street theme tune. Sunny days sweeping the clouds away. Na 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 to where the na na na. You know, yeah. it's just super depressing. But thank you for that rendition. Well, you have to remember when I sang that song, I had a terrible stammer. And I oh, yeah, oh, you And the kids used to call me Blackie at school and shove oh, me around. Oh. And in my head, I was always singing that song. And I won't do the stammer on this because that will fucking trigger people. But let mm. me tell yeah. you, that was, was a slower I think version. maybe I was sad then. And <laughs> yeah. so in my head, it was sad. But I was happy for the show. Okay, good. And I, thought every, and I was convinced that Mr. Snuffleupagus was going to show up sometime and talk to me because no one, I didn't have any friends. And I thought he'll be my friend. Everyone would be like, you don't have friends. I'd be like, I have Mr. Snuffleupagus. But instead, you got an Irish girl. I, with red hair. Yeah. And that's why I love you. I love you. I love too. you too. Mm. <laughs> but Cindy's first friend looked like me. And yeah, I think she's it so means... much like you. And now I bother her all the time instead. Isn't that lovely? That is really Isn't cute, that you guys. Nice? That is I have, cute. Um, I have a wait a second I have a um, point to make which is simply that we need to do this problem and I think that Sindhu is going to be if anything far wiser than we are usually what were you going to say the fuck do you really think that yeah I think Sindhu's going to be much wiser than we are actually I have gone to for advice before and you're very good at it oh you're very measured in she, your that's advice that's what I was going to say is I find Sindhu's advice too measured it's very like like she, if anything, she asks me to look at the other person's perspective far too often. Ew. I hate it. Yeah. Well, she's always like, well, let's think about it from like, if they were. There's two things. One is, <sighs> the worst. if I'm going to give, not, not that I give advice, if someone that I deeply care about is going to ask me about something, I want them to leave that conversation with at least some tools that in the long run will make them stronger. Not just be like, yeah, that person's a dick. Because you have that anyway. You don't need that from me. And also, of course, I think they're But sometimes I want it from you, Sindhu. And and sometimes I can get it, but we have to drink a bottle of this first. Um, Cheers to that. Am I right? Let's do a problem. Yes, let's do the problem. Cool. Yes, so we have a uh, a wedding invite-related problem. Don't go! Um, Soft. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, who's this from? Well, they they signed off Lady Di, but I don't know whether this is actually... I just want to say, if one of the people getting married is likely to bang you at the wedding, don't go. (laughs) Yes. Also, sorry, I'm sorry, they just, they signed off as Lady Di? That's the only thing me and Sindhu agree on. Lady Di who was murdered by the royal family. Because she's having a Muslim baby. And this is the only thing we've ever agreed on over the years. Because it's the truth. <laughs> um, it, wow! I don't know whether this is a wow. typo or not. I agree it actually you. reads "Laddie Die." So I Love that too. Okay, Laddie Die. Anyway. Go on. Uh, I've done that been... about ex-boyfriends of mine. Laddie Die. I love it. <laughs> <Thank you>. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, if you do murder, this is going to be used in evidence this podcast. Good. Yeah. <laughs> Good. <laughs> 
Um, so they've recently discovered the podcast, been binge listening, and uh, thank needs you so much. This problem solved. Great, thank so, you for listening. Uh, they're getting married next year. It's postponed from twenty twenty. They're getting married. Yeah. Okay. And um, but unfortunately, because obviously the postponement and those two years has mean that they've lost friends. They've made some new friends, uh, and they're kind of having some troubles with the invite list. The main which main of which is their work friends. They have uh, some work friends and wants to invite three of them because they like them and see them outside of work. So yeah. not just colleagues. Yeah. Um. But one of them doesn't know, they don't know that well and doesn't really want to invite, but they are very sensitive and would be the only one not invited one. and would take it badly. I can't just not invite them because I've invited two already. Yeah. Should I invite everyone or should I be honest? Honest. Uh, the wedding's on a farm quite far away, so numbers aren't too difficult, but it is a real commitment to come. So Wait, Let me just understand. There's... <laughs> Everyone would be four people. Three you want and the one lame who you yeah. don't want. Yeah. You've yeah. got to invite them along. You've got to. It's one more person. And I disagree. For them to be left out, just that one person, I think it would create more anxiety in you. Mm -hmm. I disagree. I get that you don't want someone that you're not obsessed with at your wedding. I disagree. Such is the nature of weddings. Weddings are not... when This whole narrative that we've created culturally about weddings where, it, like, in the first instance, anybody gets to be insulted about not being invited is absurd. Secondarily, that it's not supposed to be... A, like, that it's supposed to be anything other than a celebration for the two people who are getting married is absurd. And the fact that you would have to spend such an extortionate amount on said person is absurd. To my mind, you invite who you want to invite, and if the person takes it badly, you explain that you're limited financially and that it's a wedding and you don't spend any time socially together. It's one extra person, right? One extra person. And also, I'm going to... But it's never one extra person. It's never one extra person. Do you person. want to remind Catherine to look at the other person's perspective or should I? You please step Thank in. you, thank you. I think Catherine, Andrew, please, I'm trying to... Do you know what I mean? No, don't But it's never one extra person. It's always... And then Shut your whole mouth. Person? Shut it. <laughs> Catherine, I would ask of you... That's not polite. <laughs> sorry. Okay. Thank you. Start again. She should say sorry too. No, no, you don't say sorry, man. I would say, um, look at the other person's perspective. If you're that one person in the office and there's only five of you in the office, so one's getting married, three are invited, and you don't get invited. Why that's would I, horrendous. Why would I want to be invited because the person felt they had to? You could always say me. no, but then it's done. I think it will create more anxiety and stress. But I will never know that I, I should say no because they're making me think that Cindy, I... Cindy, she's being impossible. Well, no, whenever you two are done. I just... Okay, Cindy, what's the advice? You're probably right. Tell us what's the actual answer. Yeah, probably, I'm probably wrong. Laddie die. Listen to me. <laughs> now, here's the thing. Helen is saying, think of the person who's not invited... And you, it will decrease the and stress of the leaving someone out, having to avoid talking about it at work. One person, get it all over and done with. And Bohart has the other side, which is I only want people that I really care about Selfish at my side. wedding. Laddie Di, I want to tell you something now. Uh, your wedding day, your wedding event, you are going to remember sweet fuck all. Oh. <laughs> okay? It is so busy and you're so charged and you're with that person that you're going to marry and that is the person you're going to be thinking about and your clothes. But, you know, that's <laughs> about it and your makeup and hair. You will not notice who has come, who has not come. There is a... The thing about weddings is there's that rush of happiness and everyone gets scooped up in it. Then the parents cry or whatever. Maybe you cry, but then we have other problems, right? So... 
whether you invite this person or not will not be relevant on the day at all you will not remember you you're not you're that moment that wedding is going to come and go and you're going to be like fuck the only thing that will happen at the end of that is you will be married so that'll be your game if it was the birth of your first child sure be careful who you invite yeah <laughs> Because that is something you will remember very, very clearly. Did you send out invite lists for your no, labors? Like, no, like my mother-in-law wanted to be in the room, and I was like, can you be outside? Yeah. But the first picture of my child is with her because she was like, I'm now inside, and my what mother was behind fuck? her. But it doesn't matter. Things happen. The bottom line is this. Ladidai, listen. The cost to you emotionally of inviting them is zero because you're not going to remember they were there. Mm -hmm. In fact, this person could drop dead at your wedding. It really wouldn't matter to you because you're so busy getting married. It would be a, like a massive downer, but ultimately <laughs> that's the point. So here's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm not thinking about the person or or you know the other side. I'm thinking of you. If I was thinking of you too, laddie die. Yeah, but for different reasons. It's inconsequential. Flip a fucking coin. It doesn't matter. I do think that the consequence of not inviting them might be higher because at you. work you'd have to be like, hey, didn't we have fun roller skating last week? Because you can't say it was your wedding. Just remember, your wedding is not something you remember. You have fun and it's all about you and fuck everyone else, man. So invite them. Who gives a shit? Thank wow. you. So wow. Wow. And well, but to Bohart's point, I appreciate that, you know, you should invite who you care about. But the the wedding party, you don't remember anything. Wow. So you, really, it doesn't matter. Okay, so ultimately your point is weddings are forgettable and no the, well they're they're you're in such a heightened state yeah. you're 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 agreeing to spend the rest of your life with a person that in that moment of time, in that moment you've decided my life with this person is better. okay and that's all that matters, of course, and hair and makeup. But the, you see, and I think, okay, I'll concede. I'm, you know what, I'm you know what, and, willing to be wrong. And if it's far away, and if it's all that stuff, you're not paying for them to get there, are you? No, no, no. no, no, no. no. So you know what? If they, they come, they don't come. Have an attitude of enormous generosity on the day of your wedding, because you're not going to care. Yeah. So it's free generosity. You know. I like that. It's I free like generosity. that. So, okay. I was right. I concede that you were both right. Yeah, but you see the reasoning. Yeah, I understand. It's I understand. to be very much located in yourself. You know, I had three weddings, uh, as well, one does. Well, because you know, husband is from one country, mm -hmm, I'm from mm -hmm, another country. Mm -hmm. Legally, it was in this country, and mm -hmm. our both sets of parents were like, "We want it, we want it." So I said, "Well, fine, let's." We said, "Let everyone have it," except for the. I went from work to Camden and we signed a paper. That was the wedding to me. That was the day that I signed. Mm -hmm. The two big weddings were really for my parents and for all the people they wanted to show that their child had chosen someone they had so much faith in. And uh, looking back, I didn't even know who was coming to my wedding in India because I was like, well, and there were so many dear friends of mine I didn't invite because I was like, well, it just wasn't on my mind. I couldn't believe that like, I couldn't believe that it was so, well, I could believe. My mother had a lot of opinions about who to invite. You know, I was like, fine, you do you. And I'll be honest, it hasn't bothered me even a single day. Yeah. Yeah, Some yeah. of my close friends in London are like, you didn't invite me to your wedding. I'm like, well, you're here talking to me now, bitch. So yeah. calm fine. the fuck down. Yeah, well, everything's fine. You Fascinating. Know? And yeah. also, if you have a real friend, they're going to be there for you when your marriage hits the rocks. Because all marriages will. Fuck the wedding. I 
Fucking love that. Okay, great. Well, not a romantic take, but a take nonetheless from Sindhu V, everybody. Um, yay. Sindhu V. Uh, <laughs> are we seriously happy with that? No, that, we that, are. Like, we're happy you don't with like that. It? I, I felt like you don't the like the truth, like, Helen Bell. You don't even remember, so who gives a fuck? Like, That's about right. Yeah, and what you really want is friends when it all goes tits up, because it will. 100%. All right. But it On doesn't my mum's wedding up. day, no. she had a traditional top table, because obviously her mother wanted it, of like, father, like, dad of the groom like yeah, yeah, my yeah. grandfather like mixed up with her mum so they were on yeah, one yeah. side and my wedding. grandfather spent the whole time talking to my mum's mum who was like remember the WI did the flowers at the church all about different venereal diseases and how you get them and how you get rid of them <laughs> that's what you remember that's what your children that's remember that's amazing whereas I know that my dad insisted on a Christmas wedding the 28th of December Gorgeous. because the, they wouldn't need to have flowers in the church because it would already be decorated mm-hmm. and that's a man I trust. Frugal. Frugal. Yeah. Frugal AM. When we get married, yeah. we should do something like that. I'm joking. I'm going to get married at the Cinderella Castle at Disneyland. Yes. 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 So you should Couldn't do that. So Everyone who's been like rolling their eyes about Disney no. over the years are going to come remember. and they're going to be utterly charmed. You have to do that. I know. You I should know. do that. That would be amazing. I just need to find the man willing to do it with okay. me. By the way, on that, since we're on weddings, that is the energy you need. What does it mean to you? Yeah, Fuck I love that. Else. That's nice. And yes. Minnie Mouse and is gonna like officiate Minnie the whole ceremony. Minnie Mouse, you're Juliet. You what know the that? fuck what is going on? You don't know the song Minnie Mouse? M I C K E Y. No, there's a song that that there's a song about Minnie Mouse and how great she is. You don't know? This might be like Mi- a you thing. Did you no, play no, like, Do you want me to fucking play it on my phone? You can play it at the end. I don't think it's like. It says. Minnie Mouse is just a mouse. That's like saying Taj Mahal is just a house. It's like it's not a house, but yeah, I get it. Are you sure this isn't like an, an I'm Indian gonna play thing? It. Is this an Indian the thing? Dude, there's an I'm American. Just... I'm gonna fucking play it on this podcast. Do not let me not play it. Um, also, I just want to say, as for the man who is willing and all that, drop that shit. This guy wants to marry you. Yeah, that's it. That's oh no, it. no, no! I mean, I, a guy who's like willing to financially support because I can't afford a wedding at Disney. I've looked them up. <laughs> I've oh, I'll the, find um, you that. Don't would you actually? Yeah. Oh my God, could you arrange a marriage for Helen? I wouldn't arrange it. I then the wedding that. pavilion of the Grand Floridian Hotel, which I is know, a 12-minute walk from the Magic I've Kingdom. I've seen it. <laughs> I've stayed at the Grand Floridian. <laughs> yes. Yes. So I want that, but like I want to do. Like, Helen's getting married. Closing time outside the castle, but I want the aisle to be the whole of Main Street, USA, and I'll just be going down like I'm parading. Okay, and I just want to say you will appreciate this. My niece got married, and she loves Disneyland, so she got married in India, and then for their honeymoon, sweetheart's honeymoon, I sent, I got them the package at Disneyland, and they did fireworks for them for their honeymoon <gasps> while they were on the boat. Oh my God, are you And Helen, dying? I'll tell you something. When you get married, if it is at Grand Floridian, I don't care. And please let this be known for posterity. You find me and I will do fireworks for you. <gasps> oh you find God. me, Helen. Oh I'm God. not even kidding. If I go single this year, would you do like a single sweetheart, like solo trip? No. Okay. <laughs> but also, Bohart knows me enough to know if I've said it. Oh I'll no, she it. will do that for you. If you find the man, she'll do it. She okay, will... um... Slide into my DMs. Um, I'm looking for a single man, um, over 30. Mm-hmm. Um, height and looks not that fast, but hair is, I love hair. Like hairy men, big and fan of it. He has oh to be God. He has to be willing and keen to give a lot of head. Oh my the God, only way yeah, yeah. I'm very lazy in bed. Yeah, so like, as, lick me out, eat, but I might fall asleep, but I won't charge you for anything. Yeah, I mean, as what's her name said, Tina Fey's partner. 
uh, what's her name? Polar. Yeah. If you're not ready to eat pussy, move on. Yes. Keep walking. Keep walking. Um, and I will cook for you because I like cooking. Yes. And I will be very generous in many ways apart from sexually. Great. Great. Yes, and she'll be Helen. And no one ever can give you that but Helen. Right? Let's get this ball rolling. It'll be a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, slide into my DMs, genuinely. I'm or single. Or slide into mine or Cindy's and we'll vet them. Yeah, I've never had no, anyone DM sliding. the gay men, which I will... Like, I, I, I haven't gone on a date with a gay man in so long. The we have to weed out the gays because she attracts solely gay men. And this package, by the way, is not going to dis- disincentivize the gay men. <laughs> it's like, do you want to have... The licking pussy does. Yeah, okay, so that's, that's the one Let's thing. put that at the four. Okay, great, amazing. But Did ideally, you... like, you'd propose to me outside Mean Girls the Musical. Like, you know what I mean? Don't, like... get, don't be greedy. Yeah, that feels oh, like a just lot. Disney? Yeah, it feels like you want a lot. <sighs> it feels like you want a lot. Um, Cindy, you've been an amazing guest. Thank, Thank you, you so I've, much for I've, coming I've on. I've been dying to come on this podcast. I'm going to Isadora Duncan myself on Space Mountain with my veil. What does that Space mean? Space Mountain is so good. What does Isadora Duncan yourself? She's that ballet dancer that had like one of the most famous deaths in the world. She put on, she was like leaving the theatre and she had a scarf on and she went, farewell, and like waved to her crowd and then got caught in the tire and then (gasps) she got decapitated. No! Yeah, she was like, but don't do that on Space Mountain. By the way, I've taken each of my kids when they turn five to To Disney because it's important. That's so sweet. Each of them. What a life. Oh my gosh. and, And my grandchildren. By the grace of God, if I'm around. I was when, about to say, you when, do not have grandchildren no, yet. By the grace of God. And when they turn five, I'll say to my kids, hand me the kid and back the fuck off. I'm taking them to this <laughs> I, My amazing. grandma took me to Devon and I severely burnt my chin trying to smell pizza. Mine would only play cards with me if I played for cash. <laughs> Oh, that's good. Yeah, she was like, don't come no, to me with no, that change. No. Oh, Remember good. change? I want real money, she said to you. Oh, my God. <laughs> Once, okay, so in Edinburgh or somewhere like that, I was in... She Ad- was trying to pay the bill with pennies. No, I, I, if they were pound coins. She's a baby. They were pound, pennies, pound coins. And Cindy was like, oh, I have real money. Put that away. And then I had to scoop my shrapnel back off the table and was like, honestly, don't mind free lunch. I, Thank you so much. But I also paid like for everyone. I was like, just let's have some crunchy money. Not the thing. Yeah, but you're money. very generous. That's like I'm part of the way no, you are. You are no, she just yeah. seemed embarrassed of me. I hate you. I hate so much that you stand for and who so you, you are. are. Generous. But you're very generous. She is. Oh my gosh, Cindy V, before but you so go. so unkind. Yeah. <laughs> Rude, but also very, We're very still generous. friends. We are. We are. Cindy V. And we... I have worked together. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> I, don't, I don't get to play us out with the song. Yeah, before that, Cindy V, is there anything you'd like to plug? Can people people can see you on tours? They're still Oh yeah, I'm on I'm in February. There's some dates there on my website, Cindyv.com. Yeah. Yes. My phone is in my jacket. Can, and the please, tour is called Alphabet. It's called Alphabet and it's uh I'll catch it. It's no. No. It's like all of her comments the same as my kids. It's like, what are you doing? <laughs> okay, so they can come see Alphabet. Is there anything else you'd like them to check out? Cindy V on TikTok, uh, Instagram, Twitter. Yeah, all of those. Uh, but also Trusty Hogs, such a great podcast. Oh, um, but we'll be tagging Cindy and everything in case you're not following her. Okay, so you wait, can, yeah. hold on, hold on. Just so that I this can This song get... doesn't exist. If I it existed, I would know about it. Do you know it. what? I, I'll I, bet it's called I Indian It's It's called Minnie Mouse. Oh, what a horrible. Here we go. Oh, actually, I actually, love it. It's a really good song. Look at her vaping. I wish. I love the She's the woman of the year, Minnie Mouse. And the woman with the ears. Minnie Mouse. Oh my god. She's just a mouse. Just a mouse. 
Taj Mahal is just a house. Just a house. What a house. Oh my god! I love Minnie. By the way, this is the alphabet playlist. Like when the audience comes in, they're listening. Phenomenal. Phenomenal. Done. Done. Everyone, give it up for Cindy V. Woo, woo, woo. Yes. Amazing. Thank you for doing this. So we want to do a shout out to our amazing supporters we've got so far. Thank you so much to our executive producers, Janina Bautista, Simon Moore, Sky Goodman, and Mary Fox. We're so grateful. You're the best. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) And to our incredible producers, Melissa Dunkeld. Eric Duke, Sarah and Molly, Aidan McQueen, Caitlin Less, Joe Holmes, Zoe, Kim Doyle, Lim, Lee Myerskoff, Rachel. What are you doing? You were just punching the air every time. Because I, I want to celebrate <laughs> all of them. <laughs> Lee Myerskoff, Rachel yeah. R, David Walker, Tim and Dom, Kira Leach, SD Dubs, L, Richard Bold, Sadie Cashmore, Neil Redmond, Claire Owen Jones, Jess and Nick, Victoria Hutchinson, Emma Walton, Anthony Conway, Karen and David Bull, Harold Van Dyke. Wow, thank you. You make the world a better place. You God, make our world all. better. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.